I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we get to this episode of Cooling Out, um, we have some very disturbing news that just came across my phone not too long ago. Um, the cop who... Um, Shot and killed Philando Castile was uh, acquitted of all charges. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was something that, obviously, as a black male in, in America, it's just something that really resonates with me, and it just shows that how much our lives really aren't valued. And while the acquittal wasn't a surprise to me, it's still very saddening and shocking, and it frustrates me that something of that magnitude can happen on video mm-hmm. once again, and the cop can be acquitted of all charges. I don't even know like what more needs to be done for someone to get a, to get uh, convicted for, for a cop correction, not someone for a cop to get convicted um, for manslaughter, murder, whatever it is. When it comes to these, to these situations, like for those who don't know, like I'll give a quick little background. But like Philando Castile is in the car. He's telling the cop he has his hands up. He's telling him the cop's asking for his identification. He's telling the cop, "Hey, I have a firearm in my car. I'm licensed to carry." Um, he, the cop asks for his ID. He starts reaching for his ID. The cop says, "Stop reaching for your gun." And his girlfriend's recording this the entire time. He's like, "I'm not reaching for my gun." Him and his girlfriend are trying to like, let like calm mm-hmm. the the cop's worries down. Like, "Hey, I'm not reaching for my gun. Like, I'm letting you know I have a a gun in the car, so that you're aware of this. Therefore, there should be no fear. You should have no fear for your own safety." Within seconds, he lets off seven shots into this man's chest. It's crazy. Like on video, and in the society we live in, we're very. Um, we we need like we we love imagery and, and mm-hmm. videos like to, to for us to actually feel the pain of things that that occurred and the fact that we've seen that like we actually seen it people seen it with their two eyes they've seen all the pain they've seen this this dead limp body in a car and still he got acquitted you hear her too like yeah. crying like like you seriously just shot him for no reason mm-hmm. with his child in the back seat yes and, oh, yeah. don't even forget that yes with his daughter in the back seat that he Crazy. endangered as well, yeah. laying off seven shots into a vehicle. One hit the armrest. One hit the um, seat right next to her. But you know why he got off? Why? Because he feared for his safety. That's what that's what they said every time. Every time I feared for my safety, I'm protecting myself, and that's literally like, for lack of better words, just the most bullshit statement. Of, uh, like that for years, it's just continual, continuous. Like they just keep saying that, keep saying that, keep saying that. Within that, there's just so many, like, racial biases, mm-hmm. biases, correction. Like, you're literally saying, I fear black people, basically. Like, the man told you <laughs> to not fear. Like, mm-hmm. don't fear. I'm not doing anything to you. And you still let off seven shots. And even, even if you did fear for your life, one shot wasn't enough. 
And that's, that's, that's me being nice about it. Like, oh, even, even if you did really think something was happening, one, you shot seven shots into this man's stomach with his daughter in the backseat. No regard for girlfriend his girlfriend right next to him. Girlfriend right next to him while she's recording while you. She's rec- yeah. Like, while she's recording him. So she so he knew, like, oh, I'm on, I'm on camera. Cool. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, like, what are you, like, I've never shot a gun before. So I don't understand. Like, you're literally, like, like pressing your finger on the trigger seven yeah. times. Like, when is this, like, I'm just going to keep pressing it and until, like, one is, like you said, one is they not sh- enough. They shoot to kill. That's why. It's that bias, you know, that bias where they, you know, even though he was a cafeteria worker, like mm-hmm. he has a nine to five like everybody else, like it's just they're trained to not trust us. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where it begins. If they didn't have that, a lot of us would, a lot of people who would still you know, go through these situations would be alive. Yeah. So that's, that's a sad reality. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 uh, it's so saddening. Uh, our thoughts and prayers um, go out to Philando Castile. Obviously, from last year, but this is just even more sad into his family. So, my thoughts and our thoughts, prayers, condolences go out to his family mm-hmm. and everyone else that was affected by this. Yeah. Hopefully, one day this, this will change. Hopefully, Try to during keep our faith. lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, too, the family's going to, I'm sure there's going to be like a big protest, too. Yeah. Gotta be. In the city. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get a civil suit. Yeah. Uh, if they haven't already, they definitely do a civil suit. But it's just, it doesn't really fix anything. Like, oh, yeah, here's $1.3 million. Yeah, to, no. To get over your 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 son, your your boyfriend, your dad, like mm-hmm. you know, like these. This is what this man. This is what this man was to people. Like this was a man. Like he had a daughter. He had a girlfriend. He has a mother. He has a father. Like all these people lost something. Mm-hmm. And they literally like, here, here's a million dollars. Sign this. Say you a, a, sign this settlement. Mm-hmm. You can never sue us again for it. And keep moving. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just sucks that we live in a world where. Like, I've seen the footage, and my thought is, I already know he's going to get acquitted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy we think that. Yeah. It's it's crazy. We'll know that, correct? Yeah. yeah. That'd be more shocked if he actually got charged and prosecuted compared to being acquitted, even with the footage. The, the benefit of the doubt always goes to the cop, and we don't get that benefit of the doubt. That's just mm-hmm. from the jump. So. There's no trust. I remember too, like my my uh, my dad used to tell me back in the day, cops used to actually come in your house, and like they would introduce themselves to your family, like, oh, this is your grandmother, this is your mother, this is your cousin, and they would actually like, if you need anything, let me know. Yeah. And now it's sort of like there's no trust built among like you'll see a black guy, and you automatic and with dreads at that. I think he had dreads too, mm-hmm. and you just automatically assume they're doing crime. Yeah, he said he fit a description. Somebody yeah, that robbed, robbed the um, grocery night store. Before, yeah, he did that every and time. he was high on weed. He said he smelled marijuana. Smelled, yeah. yeah. Typical, right? Criminal. Like, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what they think. Oh, God, fucking criminal. Yeah. Why don't, so he was reaching for his license where his gun was? Is that? No, no, no. He just told him he had a gun in the vehicle. And he told him that. So was he still reaching for his license? No, no, no. He stopped. And, and literally within seconds, like. Correction, it wasn't even like, it didn't sound like that, because it, it was a nine, so it was like, yeah. bop, 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 like, you're, you're, you're purposely trying to shoot this, shoot to kill. Yeah, we've, we've seen too many mothers out there just frustrated, and, you know, I heard her speaking earlier, and it was like, man, I've seen this a million times, and, yeah. it's, and, it, and it hurts every t- every single time, like, it, it, it's, not, it's not getting old yet, like, people think, like, oh, we just get over it, nah, mm-hmm. someone lost somebody, you know, I can, it could be, it could be my mom, you know, also, yeah. just whatever. After work, whatever, and the friend with my in the car with my friend or something, you know, that's just how I see it. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just I would just say it just sucks to live in a world where they make us almost conditioned to be numb to this news. Yeah. Like the only difference is that we had footage. Yeah. Like imagine you heard this story, you'd just be like Oh, what happened again? Another one, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, our thoughts, prayers, condolences go out to everyone affected by this. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. Fucking with you. <laughs> nah. Yo, I keep trying to find ways to just throw you off. Like You don't. I know you just looked at me like, say something. No, because I wait for you to be like, oh, we recording? <laughs> like, you don't know. Welcome back to Coolin' Out. It's Cap. Sal. Rel. Got your boy Gabe in here. Yo, what's hey. up with people cutting me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking up my flow. <laughs> Damn. Nah, it's cool. I like it, though. It's different because most of the time I'm like, then I got to make up this, oh, yeah, we got da-da-da in the building with us, da-da-da. I, I don't want to overstep my, you know. Nah, you good. Nah, man. You good. I like You're it. You're welcome. Take some initiative. Got some charisma already. <laughs> Word. <laughs> your boy Gabe up in the building. <laughs> DMX barking in here. But nah, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, man, I'm doing good, man. Love, love being in the city. You know, I've been in the city all day, just taking it all in. And it's like, it's it's new every time. Like, mm. even though I come up from D.C., it's, every time I come up here, I'm like a little kid in a candy shop. Gotcha. Around. So tell the people who you are, like a quick little synopsis, whatever. Uh, Well, I'm from uh, Oakland, California, originally. Um, I've been out in D.C. for like six years, and uh, I do a lot of marketing, but I've been uh, doing the Swim Linux uh, clothing for about three years, and and I'm starting to see a little bit of uh, uh, the fruit of my labor, and so it's, it's it's been great just to see a lot of the support locally, and you know people uh, obviously just you know sending their the well wishes my way, and so got my friends and family supporting me, and so it's it's been a great time. That's dope. So I always do this starting the beginning. Oakland, what was that like growing up? Uh, man, Oakland was uh, it's, it's it's a lot different than it is now. Like it's you know it's it's a lot of gentrification happening now. Like the city's changed. Mom and pops moving out. Rent's expensive. That's hot. Um, you know it's it was it's, it's less of a organic type of atmosphere nowadays. Before it was you know you, you could you got the people who saw you as family on at the corner store. You know mm. you got the uh, people who, who see your face and you're kind of like you kind of like family everywhere you go. Like everywhere my my dad went or took me, I felt like it was just like. It was fun. I, I love doing errands with them all the time, and and I, I definitely missed that aspect. Now uh, I haven't been back in about maybe a year or two, but every time I go back, it's a new store, new shop, new people, new faces, and um, you know it's it's definitely switched up. But it's still home. You know, what I mean, I still love the the weather, the people there. You know, this, this, the people are still good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm still happy about it. You happy about that? About the Warriors winning? Warriors, man. Of course, of course, I gotta be happy about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta gotta show love. Shout out Kevin Durant. Shout out. Steph, Clay, you know what I mean? Draymond, Draymond Boo. is <laughs> Draymond's a heart and soul, man. Like, and I think that people are gonna really respect him when he retires. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people play with the heart, and you know you gotta respect that. People hated Kobe this whole career till that get farewell tour. You know, so like people mm-hmm. who play with their heart on their sleeve, I, I got a special place. You wanna for do this now? Nah, we'll, we'll yeah, yeah, I was yeah, about yeah, to say yeah, we'll yeah, save yeah, for yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who he is first. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of animosity. Yeah, we got the important out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's cool. You said what you said. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he said what you said. Duly noted. Yeah, we'll cut that in post. <laughs> <laughs> cut that in post. <laughs> so, you moved to DC. What sparked that? 
Um, I mean, I went to school at uh, in Xavier, uh, Cincinnati. Graduated twenty oh, twenty ten, and came out here just for for work essentially. And I just got a nice opportunity, and so I, I just followed up on it. And so I'm not one to to not take chances when an opportunity comes up. I'm not going to be go back to my shell and just like, nah, no, no thanks. You know, I, mean, yeah. I tried it out and I liked it, and so mm-hmm. I stuck around. And DC's cool too. It's not DC lit. It's not like the. It's not like you know many places. I think the uh, Bay Area might be my favorite. I mean, DC's probably. Well, basically, got the culture, got mm-hmm. a lot of things going on, the food, the people. Like it's it's a broad mix, and so I like that aspect. Their brunch scene is is dope. Everybody talks about the brunch, man. The yeah. brunch scene <laughs> is lit. Like fill me in, please. Like brunch is like <laughs> more deals. lit than like going out deals. at night. Like they really go have go hard for brunch. I like daytime movements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my man said, like you know, we invented brunch. Like black people invented brunch. It's like you know, mm-hmm. but now they saw black people going to brunch. They like hired a DJ. Now it's all lit. Now, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden it's, it's the spot to be. Like we made it. Like we yeah. made it what it is. There's so many brunch spots out there. <laughs> is it um, like a sorry? Is uh, it like a part like a nighttime party during the more like the twelve o'clock hour or noon hour it's like down the, there? Noon hour, like eleven, eleven thirty. You get there and like Ooh. it's literally like. You know, it's it's literally lit. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you got the the vibes are already going. They don't feel like it's like groggy ten in the morning. You, you, yeah, you it feels like it. people just like left the club or something. <laughs> like, continuation, like, yeah, continuation of the club, but it's just super, super mm-hmm. nice. So, your clothing brand. Yep. First, let me. When you? What made you want to be a, a designer? Uh, I think I had like the juices flowing like when I was like sixteen. Like I was, uh, I think like ten years ago, it was like Sean John. It was like. Uh, ice cream and like BBC and all that stuff were kind of like popping on the scene you know I was a, I was a fan of wearing it but then same time I was like man I could I could do this shit too like I can I can do this like I started just sketching like I honestly like 100% no lie I, I wanted to like design my stuff and like send it to like Sean Combs like via email like yo hire me like I, I can I can input like I can I can you know I can I got a I got these ideas let me just let me show you what I got and it, yeah. of course I was you know Kind of foolish, but like I was the the desire was there mm-hmm. in the beginning, and so I kind of left it alone for a while. Like you know, when you're 16, you do that, and then all of a sudden you got a party to go to. So it's like yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you leave that shit when I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, decide for, for for that for that moment, but then it popped up again. You know, when I got into my mid 20s. It's like okay, um, what do I want to do? Do I want to market? Do I want to get back to grad school? Like, mm-hmm. what's the next step to to lock in? What I'm gonna do the next 20, 30 years? And it was yeah. like. You know what? Let me go left here. Like this is this is what I want to do. I'm, I'm not gonna who am I fooling? So like, let me just go back to where it started. And so um, I would come home after work and like I would work on designs for maybe three or four hours, and just to, to like trash the next day, like just because I didn't like it after 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and that was a challenge for me. Like I wanted to put stuff out that I felt were hot like three days later, a week later, a month later. Yeah. And um and so once I felt that. I put something out, and then it was like February, March of like 2014, and then people were commenting 2025 comments on like the first couple of items, and it, this was like you know I didn't have a following. It was yeah. a lot of skaters who, who happened to hop on there. Mm-hmm. I was like you know I didn't expect that. I don't know skaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But people just showed support from out of left field, and so okay, I was like let me, let me follow up. Let me keep this going. Mm-hmm. Let me put this same type of work in and, and see where it goes. And so it's been up and down, but um, you know this year has been really good. You know, a lot of people supporting this year locally, especially with a lot of like radio personalities and you know people, you know saying good things. And you know, I've been on a few like uh, blogs and podcasts, and Dope. you know, it's something that I definitely want to put everything I got into. It. I don't want to leave anything out there. So, mm-hmm. Damn. so it's all That's positive. Cool. What does it mean? Like, is it is Swim Lennox? 
Yeah. So what is what is it? What does it mean, essentially? Well, Atlantic Avenue is where I'm from, but uh, swimming is like a play on, you know, just swimming. I felt like that's what I had to do to to really be happy. Like, you know, you had to take a chance and just go into, like, the unknown type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's kind of where I place it. So it's like going forward, but keeping the past with you. So that's, that's kind of how I put it together. Mm. Gotcha. And I, I saw one of your designs. I thought it was really dope, actually. Um, it was the S with the different color schemes, the the triangles. And you had like the yellow, the blue, and it was like a rainbow essentially. Or I, it, I think it went from like light to dark. Exactly. I think that was super dope. Like, how did you learn Illustrator, or did you like just learn as you you went on, or did you know it? Man, I, I, it was all from my head, honestly. It's uh-huh. just, it came to me, and then I had my my man Carter, who was uh, who's I don't work with anymore, but he initially put that onto he made he brought it to life, and so when I saw it, I'm like, that's exactly what I thought in my head, and so when I put that out. That's that's the one that got the comments and the, and the love and so mm-hmm. that's um, you know shout out to Carter for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we branched off. He's doing his own. He has his own firm now. He's gotten doing bigger, bigger things. Mm-hmm. So um you know I've got a, a new guy I'm working with and so you know but he he definitely had a good part in getting me going for sure. Mm. How do you de- how do you determine what designs to keep? Because you said you would work all night and then just scrap things the next day. Yeah. You didn't like them. So how do you decide what do you keep? Um, I would do. I would just do a lot. I would do like twelve to sixteen, twenty items, and I would only put out like a half or a third of it. And so I, I took that um, idea from like Ti. I interviewed a long time ago where he, he like records like one hundred twenty songs for an album and picks like sixteen. I'm like, man, that's crazy. That means he has one hundred twenty tracks that he feels are, are you know okay, but then he picks the hottest like sixteen or seventeen. I'm like, all right. So that's how like that's just like a, a trademark of like excellence I feel like you know so it's like on my own in my own way I'm not you know, I'm not a, a, no superstar no, or anything, I but like I just I want to take that same work ethic and like you know be happy with what I put out and so there's no doubts what have my selection how hard is that decision process um I just go with my gut honestly and that's I think that's any of that I might ask like you know, a couple of friends what they think mm-hmm. but at the end of the day even if they like something and I don't, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I probably won't do it. It's got to be like a consensus, you know. So, so uh, double question. Mm-hmm. One, how long have you been doing this? Like since you've been like going hard at it. You said in your mid 20s. So how long has that been? And two, what are some of the challenges that you that you faced over the years as far as getting your brand off the ground and things of that nature? I started uh, 2014, uh, so it's about three years now, and. Um, that's when I started really going hard and like all the, got the paperwork and all that stuff done. But um, I would say one of the challenges is is really just breaking in like big time. Like locally, it's a little bit easier because you can look for events, you can look for you know these opportunities, and you know it's it's worked on a you know to a certain extent. But then just to, to break out on a bigger scale, it's like it takes a lot of it takes a little bit of luck, but it takes a lot of effort. Like mm-hmm. you know, I've been you know showing the door for like at least six hundred shops. You know, I mean, like I've I've been, you know, I've I've emailed maybe, I don't know how many people that said you know they're not interested or just kind of ignore me, and so mm-hmm. it's, and it's like it's it's one of those things I think I mentioned earlier. Like I don't I don't see it as an L. I just like you know I just pretend like it's not a thing. Just keep yeah. going, looking for that yes, and so, you know, it's it's really it's really weird. all you need is one yes. You get you into one store and the right person sees it, they wear it and put it on Instagram, and then who knows how many followers they have. Like it's it's just one opportunity. If you're a rapper, you need one hit. You know, it's just it's just one thing. Is that just how you're naturally wired? Did it take a while to build thick skin, or is that 
that's just innate. <laughs> uh, I, I've actually been a lot. I've been a lot like that's just like birth, honestly, man. It's 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 kind of annoying oh, for my friends. <laughs> it's annoying for my friends, you know. But my friends like are are normal people. They get mad when things happen. And they like dwell on things. And like I'll play ball with my friends and one. Like one teammate, where they pick up on the court, like it's not playing defense, and everybody's pissed off at him. They're yelling after the game, and I'm like, "All right, then, just chill. Just don't play with them next time, motherfucker. Like, don't, don't, don't." Nah, don't. That's, that's me. <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> Fuck you doing out here, son? You play? Why are you even out here? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to yell at some stranger. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, all right, so that's your small way to live. You never know what might happen from exactly. That. Who knows what he's gonna do when I see in his face? So exactly. I'm like, you know, let me just not play with you again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I try to just pick up the lessons quick. Like I'm not gonna. Uh, I've never. It's never been in my DNA to dwell on anything, you know, because bad stuff's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually perfect uh, for what I was gonna say because um, the first time we, we tried to get oh, you, yeah, yeah, for the listeners, we had a little, yeah, little mix up. <laughs> you know better than I do. You actually were, like made it to the scene. Oh, um, <laughs> well, uh, for the listeners. Our friend Chris, who's been on the pod, usually gets us these WeWork locations. And for a while, we were siphoning off what location over mm. the city to go to. Ain't calling them out. Yeah. Our particular location that we wanted to use that day, I find out as I'm walking over, <laughs> Gabe's downstairs and he can't get in because Chris isn't with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Chris calls, apologizes. He's not even in the city. There's nothing he can do. And that's the first time that ever happened. In the last, in the last, it's never happened since. Yeah. You, but you came away from DC to do, to do the episode. <laughs> we're just so like, sorry, it couldn't work out, yeah. and like the game was just like back. literally just like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, I'll come back up next time. Next time I'm in New York, we'll come back up. And he and kept like, his word, and, and no, he came he back. Bought gifts, yeah. Came back with these fire ass hats for us. Nah, it's one hundred because I know when people like I take into consideration like the like the the what people like if someone does something out of spite. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, nah, forget you. Like, I'm not yeah. ever talking to you again. Don't worry about it. But then if somebody's genuinely sorry, like, if it doesn't really happen all I time, couldn't apologize. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to be mad at that. I'm, I'm re- People are, you got to be reasonable. It's like, it's not, yeah. I'm not going to sweat that. It was definitely something that was, like, out of our hands. It was like, yo, yeah, we never even heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, I hope you understand. Yeah. Like, nah, I definitely didn't. Know. I mean, my man Carter was like, it happens. He's, he's on the same wave as I am. So it's like, you know. We just went to went to the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. came up here with the gifts. Yeah, I'm glad we can make and this right. Yeah, and, yeah. and he hit deep. us up too. Huh? He hit us up to come Yo, on. Yeah. I want to. We got to say that actually. Ask we got to talk that. about yeah, that. Like, yeah. I do want to ask you about that. You, you, this is your. Yeah, this is your. What, what made you hit us up? Because when when I saw the notification and I went through, I was. I think you were actually the first person to hit a, to DM us to to oh, yeah. come on the show. Yeah. So like, what was it that? How did you see us actually? Oh, did, did we pop up on your explore? I mean, I, I mean, on IG like all the time. I'm searching like uh, like you know, streetwear podcasts. Like I'm trying to like learn and listen to what's going on in the street. Like who who's showing up on whose show? Who's doing what? And mm-hmm. so I'm I kind of got my ear to it. And so you know, I come across your clips. And I'm like, all right, you know, this is, this seems cool. Like I followed you guys. Try you know see what's going on, and it seems like a cool show. And so I was like, if I, they want me to be a part of it, I'll definitely do it. Oh, yeah. appreciate it. I do appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, who's this guy hitting us up asking to come on the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm in DC. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we was gonna try like the like a friend suggested the uh, like the call. I think we spoke about it. Like, oh, we'll try to get you in like a call episode. But then we were like, you was like, oh, I'll come into the city, and I, that's when he was like, damn, he'll come from DC. Bet. Again? 
It's all genuine. Like, I mean, it, I, I was talking to my uh, my dude, uh, Stuart, yesterday, who does a, he has a vlog in, uh, in Virginia. Like, shout out to him. He was, he was, like, super appreciative. Like, I mean, I, I hit him up kind of the same way I hit you guys up. Like, just because he was putting all these, like, photography, also, like, DMV rappers and artists, like, Gold Link. He was doing a lot of things mm. in the city. And so, I was like, I, you know, I'd love to, you know, if you want to do the podcast, like, you know, you know squeeze me in and I'm, I'll do whatever you, whatever you need me to do. And he's like, cool. And so he put me on. And, um, you know, it was like talking to, like, one of my brothers, honestly. Like, he was, we see his life the same way. Like, you know, I feel like I made a friend through the whole process. Mm. So it's just all about just showing love, man. Like, I just want to show love to people. And if you get that back, that's, you know, mutual support. I think that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I wish people would take heed to that. Yeah. There's so much damn hate going around. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's enough like, for can, everybody. Exactly. It all go, it comes around. No, nah, it's, it's literally like anybody who wants to do anything can do it. There's no, nothing stopping nobody. Mm-hmm. There's no, no reason to hate, but people are, some people are just built like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is your creative process like? Um, when it comes to making designs, I mean, I, I literally, like if I see something on Instagram that I kind of like, I'll snap a picture. If I see something out when I'm walking, I'll take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily copy it, but I feel like I can like I can do that better. Like I can yeah. take this mm-hmm. idea and like make it my own. So it's, I know people say, people have a thing with like biting, like when you get rappers and artists, like mm-hmm. you know, you're biting. It's like, it's more inspiration. Like I don't, I don't see it that way. Like I don't see it as like you copying somebody. People, people get inspired. That's natural. Yeah. Like people, people shouldn't like not embrace that. Like I fully embrace it. Like I'm, I'm not trying to take somebody's idea. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to tell, make something even better. Like mm-hmm. I, I saw that. I love that. But you know what? I can make that. So it's gotcha. just to show respect, honestly, the way I see it. So you lived in Oakland, went to college in Cincinnati, and now you live in D.C. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like you integrate any particular part of any one of those cities' cultures into your designs? If I could choose, I would definitely, uh, definitely Oakland, definitely D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the colors, I feel like um, you know, people, multiple people have told me they feel like it, the, like the surf for California vibes come through with the colors. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that kind of makes sense. I didn't think about it that way, but you know, it does definitely does make sense. And uh, you know, I mean, the the vibrancy I think definitely speaks to like the big city atmosphere. So you know, I'll, I'll definitely say DC and Oakland for sure. Cincinnati, I mean, it's got its own you know personality to it, but I don't think it really influenced me too much. Like, it, it just I ain't never been. I yeah. Was, what is know, that personality? I, I, didn't, I wasn't there long enough to even like figure it out. I was in college. I was exploring the city. Like, I didn't yeah. get a feel for the city really. Like, I didn't. I'm sure it's a great. A lot of friends post grad ended up living there, but you know, I I, I don't have much Definitely. of an opinion. Much of an opinion on like the city to even speak on it. Like, I can't even can't even say anything on it. Yeah. No, I, I understand that because like when we went to college and like. If people who just came to New York to go to St. John's, you wouldn't get a real New York City feel anyway. No. I mean, either. You wouldn't get it either. It's just so... It's like at the tip of New York City. It's like barely making it. Where's it at, exactly? It's in Queens, but it's like at the border of Queens and Long Island. So it's like deep. So like, they say like, oh yeah, we are New York City. Like, no. So far, like people don't want to come into the city. We are Long like, Island. You know? <laughs> so if I... If people just like moved somewhere else and like that was their New York City experience, they would never know what New York City was. They wouldn't yeah. want to come back. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, this is New York. What's all the hype about?" <laughs> they get robbed. Yeah, yeah, you got to make that effort. Like, if you're on the out, on the outskirts like that, you got to mm. make the effort to to see the city for sure. I hear you. In in um <laughs> in St. John's, there was a heavy DC scene. 
Oh heavy, yeah. heavy like heavy, heavy. they were the. I, I, to me, honestly, they were the most fat. They were most impressionable and the most fashionable people that I've seen in school. Yeah. So, like, how do you? How do you? Is it? Do you see it as competition when you're in DC, or do you see it as inspiration? Because, like, even the music scene seems a bit like they have their own thing going on as opposed to the whole country. So, like, how is it over there? It definitely has its own personality. Like I feel like Go Go is all that stuff. Like it, it has its own vibe down there. People like rap. The rap scene is big now. I mean, especially since like Wale came in like ten years ago and made it. <laughs> like there, it was really nothing. Damn. Like, no one. Ten came. years ago. Ten years ago, it was like it was a ten years ago. Yeah. DC chilling. I heard like <laughs> dude, that was it's like Tabby Bonnet. I don't know, but it wasn't really a big scene to Wale. Like split the scene open. Now you get the Gold Link. Now you get the you know Fat Trail. Now you get. Brent, I think Brent um, Frazé, Brent Frazé, I'm not sure, he's in, yeah, super dope. Yeah, but I mean, people don't want to give Wale credit, though, like, he's not, like, the most likable person online and stuff like that, so, I mean, but he he definitely played a part, people gotta acknowledge it, you know, so, but, yeah, no, DC has its own personality, I love that, like, it's, and as far as competition, uh, I don't don't really, um, I don't see it that way, like, I think that um, my favorite quote was, what was it? I think Taxstone won the, the um, you know, free tax. Free tax. Who's in some trouble now, but, you know, um, he was like, you know, someone who's confident in their own abilities don't fear the, the abilities of others. So that's my mm. quote. That's, that's like, he, he was good for a lot of gems, but that was so the one. Many. Yeah. So many gems. <laughs> yeah, free tax, damn. Did you, did you hear about the, the yeah. he pleaded guilty? I'm so disappointed more than anything else. Just can go on that little tax tan- tangent right now, just because. I mean, people don't like Troy Ave, but like I like. I think he's okay. He's got an interesting view on things, but you know, it's unfortunate tax did we did. Is that Roland Collins you talking about? Huh? Yeah. Roland Collins. Roland Collins. Oh. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate the whole situation. Like, you know what I mean? No, it was really unfortunate though. Yeah, I mean, even if people have problems to get to that point, like I just, yeah, I don't want anyone and, going to jail. And their beef started over something so small. Like Tax doesn't like his music. Yeah. He mentioned it on the podcast. Troy Ave took 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 issue with it. Just, Here we are. People don't calm stuff down like that. It's just the the sad thing with uh, with Tax. He seems like the guy like just doesn't, you know. Yeah, and he was headed. He, like, go. he, was, he was just hammering him on the top. Yeah, of but he was going in a good direction. The podcast, yeah. Rock Nation, had Charlamagne the God backing him. He was special, man. He yeah. was a special Dead talent. Ass. Mm-hmm. A special talent with words and just his uh, his life view. Like he, I mean, I didn't necessarily like all the stuff he said, but it didn't put me. Like, I just under understood he was somebody worth listening to. Like yeah. he's, he's got something for everybody if you listen to him. Mm-hmm. So, so many gyms. So you currently create hats, shirts. Do you see yourself brand? Is there anything else that you create? Uh, I'm going to the cut and sew like jackets a little bit later this fall and, okay. and, uh, and this winter. It's it's one of those things where like if you, it takes more to, to get it done. You need to know the right people. Mm-hmm. So you, and you like the order minimums and all that stuff. There's a lot of hurdles to get through. So mm-hmm. it's, it's so much easier just to print a shirt. You know, when it comes to yeah. like two weeks, but then to do the specialized stuff, um, you know, it, it takes a little bit longer. And I'm, I'm doing a few like video promos now, which I haven't done before mm-hmm. um, for social media. I've, I've actually I'm working with somebody. Uh, uh, Michelle Clark in, uh, in D.C. now with the uh, social media stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be kind of helping me focus on my base and kind of giving them what they want and marketing and, and growing, like, you know, customer loyalty and all that stuff. And so it's like, it's 
it's funny just people just think you know you go online and you tweet stuff and you put stuff on IG that things are just gonna just happen gonna blow up you yeah. gotta like you know <laughs> if you like play soccer every day you can't just roll up and play like you if you wanna you know get better you gotta look at how people are doing stuff you gotta actually practice and try like you gotta put like effort into the game like you know mm-hmm. off, the off time and like you know doing your research and all that stuff so that's what I'm trying to do just get better you know mm-hmm. What is your so? What are like your top brands that you you look for or as inspiration right now in the game? I don't think I'm inspired by any brands. I think initially when I first started, like when I was, I think I mentioned like the billionaire boys mm-hmm. ice cream. I think that broke the mold a lot for streetwear. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the first brands where I was like, okay, this is this is really cool. People were very basic with you know the Sean John like lettering and the Rock Aware like what it was cool people liked it but it wasn't cre- I don't think it was as creative as mm-hmm. you know what what Pharrell did with the game when he took over so it's like okay now I'm like okay people are doing all these wild colors wild designs like now I can maybe fit into it maybe I can do something mm-hmm. that's what kind of gave me like a little motivation yeah so, yeah but hey, right now I'm just trying to do my own thing like make make something different at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's a it's a process though because you don't you know you don't want to you don't want to copy but you don't want to you know you don't want to like exactly uh, do something so different just to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, you just gotta keep it true, true to yourself, and that's that's like the basis for me. Because there's like um, I don't know if you guys the, um, biscuit the the blogger yeah. he has the wash brand. But basically now what brands are doing, instead of... I feel like it's a little bit bad, but it's cool. Like, they're taking things like Tide. Like, he took Tide's logo and he put Washed in it. So it it looks cool, but there's only so much... Like, there's only so much creativity that's going in it. So, like, that's why I was asking, because, like... I wonder if that brings up any trademark issues. That's what I was thinking. Nah. It wouldn't, because you just changed the complete logo. It's not like you used the whole thing. The, the only thing he used was the color mm. scheme. It sounds Listen, very easy, so how come nobody else has done not it? Not even just that, but, but also if you look at it, and the nat- like, just looking at it, you can tell why he took the Tide brand yeah. and took it apart. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a trademark attorney. Yeah, I wouldn't but, have felt comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I wouldn't have either. Like the Hennessy thing, thing, too. He's going through, through with, the, with the Rock Nation hats on the new era. Oh yeah! Oh wow! I didn't yeah, know. He's, I didn't know yeah, that. he's going through a suit because they they they're taking the Rock Nation logo and just putting it on New Era hats. Oh, New Era is gonna have to pay up. Oh, I thought no, 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 no. New Rock Jay-Z's Nation. Jay Z's getting sued by oh, New Era because wow. they put they taking these hats and putting these Rock Nation labels on them without paying New Era. Oh, I feel like he'd know better than that. Yeah, me yeah, too. Man. Man. I'm sure he has a great lawyer. I'm sure they're gonna find some way to finagle that shit. Like he never lost a lawsuit. Mm. No. Then he know better. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I don't deal in that kind yeah. of law, so you know, I'm, just, I'm just talking. Jay know better than me. Jay sat through law school. He did it all. Mm-hmm. Or his Jewish attorney. <laughs> his Jewish attorney. Jewish attorney did. But nah, he's good. That because that's something I always wondered too. Like I used to work in a boutique, like a urban streetwear boutique, and a lot of the brands what they would do is instead of being creative, they would take things that they saw every day, like the henny, anything is possible, and sort of flip. They would flip. Um, logos and stuff like that So like Seeing what you did I, It always is nice To know like There's still people Trying to be creative Instead of copying mm. Whatever it is That they see That's where the, I think that's where the, the hard work comes in It's like you know It's easy to do that But if you want to like Have your own Like staple Like your own thing like, Then it's going to take Some more time To like alright how, how do I make this cool Like those You know It's mm. already cool 
so it's it's a, it's a struggle for sure. But um, yeah, I think I, I think I got what I think I can do it. I think I can, you know, if I put the right time in and and and, and stay on it for sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What message, if any, are you trying to convey when a customer looks at your clothing? I don't know if there's an exact message. I feel like there's. I, I kind of wanted to win just based on my designs at the end of the day. Like, I wanted to get something, you know, something cool to wear. Like, I didn't really want them to, like, think too deep into it. It's not like, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not like a, say the wrong way, I'm not a super deep guy. Like, mm-hmm. I just want people to, you know, to look good. I want people to feel good about what they're wearing. Like, when I was a kid, um, I would wear these, I would buy these newer hats and like they had this like Chinese lettering on it. I don't know if you remember that. Like it was just yeah, <laughs> it looked tight. Like just to yeah. look cool. Like, I don't know what it said. Like I just I had my but I begged my dad to buy it. And now that's when I knew people don't really trip on like the meanings and stuff like that. People mm-hmm. just want to look good. They want to they want the designs to, you know, to feel good. They want to be a part of something. You know. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I think I want I want to. It's it's been rarely done. I think like I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Joe Fresh Goods at all. No. Yeah. Yeah, like he's he. I think he's a rare dude as far as like he's branding himself. Yeah, he doesn't have like um, I think his what's his brand called? I don't know if it's like but, uh, don't be mad or something like that. I I never seen his brand, but I follow like his artwork and stuff, and it's very different. Yeah, it's completely personal. Like he he markets himself. Like he puts mm-hmm. out clothing, but it's not. There's no meaning behind it. It's all like fun. They're buying him more than the brand. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like a meaning. It's just they like who he is, and so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to make it more personal now. Like as of late, you know, people want people to like like who I am and like what I'm mm-hmm. about. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, but so do, you, do you find any difficulties in that? Like trying to make a mass audience like you. Like it's very. I'm not saying it's difficult to be likable. Some people, are, it's either you are or you're not. In most cases, but just some people are different. So to try to make yourself likable to so many different people, with, like do you find any difficulties in that? Uh, oh yeah, of course. Because not everybody's gonna like you. Like just, yeah. I, I knew that way, way back. <laughs> People are just not gonna like you for you know, just because I'm talking a certain way, or I, I got a hat on, or my nose is whatever. Like yeah. they're gonna pick a reason. So I'm not, I'm not gonna trip off that. But you know, I just want to put myself out there. I don't want to hide behind the what I'm making. Like I, I want it to be personal. Like I, I want to be out there. I want people to know who I am, where I've been. And so, and I, and I don't mind it. I don't mind the hate if it, if it comes with more love. So. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Don't mind the hate if it comes with more love. It's okay. Yeah. That's mm. a new shirt. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to tweet that. <laughs> put it in quotes and put my name right after. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's out there. It's an original. <laughs> it's an original. <laughs> They'll find out I'm lying Tuesday when it's dropped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would yeah. love? What would you say is like the hardest thing when trying to basically make your own design or create your own collection? Probably like the the the, the color pattern. I feel like that's like the biggest thing. Like what I do, I'll, I'll pick a design, I like it, but then I'll actually stop before I finish because like the colors don't go, like the colors don't match. Like I can't make this with a black tee. I can't make this with a white tee. Like you know, it's mm. I have to make something that's cool across the board, and so that's kind of a hang up at the end of the day. Why? Out. Because because like you know sometimes like something looks so dope on a white tee but it looks so terrible on a black tee like it just doesn't go like for well, me personally. Okay, so that's that. just a person. What if it just looks so dope on a specific tee that? Yeah, do you get what I'm trying to ask? Like, what? yeah, no, yeah, I do, and it's 
and, and that's the thing, that's the dilemma. Like that's the dilemma I face. It's like, do I, you know, throw this away because it doesn't look too good on this on this background, or like, you know, so I I try to just kind of make the best of both worlds, like something like items that are like, okay on you know specific, specific color or exactly. a specific color. So mm-hmm. Make the best of what I can. So yeah, that's like the color patterns for sure are the hang up. Like the black, the black and pink, I thought were were uh, I think they always go together. Black and pink on anything. Like, I, I feel like that's just like the pink sticks out so much on black. And so, like, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the mic now. No, no, I, I, I let it droop too much. <laughs> There's a lot of droop action going on here. Yeah. How many different designs do you think up in like an average week, month? I don't know. Um, do they come easy, is basically what I'm asking? Is it tough? It, it doesn't come easy. No, like, I, I don't. And I, I was telling my man yesterday, that, uh, the same store kid, I was like, you know, I was, whenever I come out with, the, I came out with that S or whatever, I'm always scared every release, like, am I going to have something better than this? Like, you know, so if, you, if you're a singer, are you going to come up with something better than this hit? Mm-hmm. I, I, I constantly ask myself that. And so it's, it's kind of a scary process, like, because I don't know if I'll, like, dry up. I don't know if I'll have anything else people want to buy, you know? And so It's a healthy fear. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something I, I always, I, you face it. Every time you do something, yeah. great, and so it's it's kind of like a cool challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't know where it's gonna come from, you don't know how it's gonna end up, but you know, you have to have that feeling it's gonna work out. And so, mm-hmm. I, I got that I got that feeling by the end, and so I, I just need to get I just need to get there somehow, mm-hmm. somewhere. What do you want for this brand in the upcoming years? Um, I mean, in the future, I just wanna. I want to have my own uh, retail location and, you know, and, and have it locally in the Bay. Like, I want people to get behind it locally first. And if it goes any beyond that, then, you know, cool. But I don't have this thing where, like, it has to be, like, the biggest brand. I, like, it has to be bigger than Supreme or it has to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's different, like, definitions for success. Like, you know, I could have a, a great life. Mm-hmm. Just making it like locally, or maybe even like just on on the on that West Coast, like you know whatever. Oh, so be, you so you are you more active pushing it on the West Coast in the Bay, or or is it more on the East Coast, like DC, New York area? I push it equally, honestly. Okay. But uh, you know, ideally, if if I do have a location, like a, like Your a first shop, we'll the shop will be, in the will be Bay. out there. Gotcha. And so you know, it, like I mentioned, like I don't, I don't need to be the biggest brand, you know. <laughs> like you, you can stop touching shit, Ryan. <laughs> no, I need to. I yeah, need to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to be. The, we good? Yeah. No, because it's like an. I mean, I'm sure the listeners have heard it, and yeah, but it's just a buzzing sound. Oh, as right. I'm trying to figure it out, but. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's some people like are some people like are bent on being the biggest artist, the biggest whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more power to them. But you know, I'm I'm cool just putting everything I have out there. And if I end up being the biggest, you know what? Who knows who, who where I'll come from in like two, three, four years? Who'll be the biggest? Mm-hmm. I just want to I just want to do me. And if that comes with that, like if I end up being the biggest, you know, one out there in a few years, you know, you know, salute salute to the man above. But mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not gonna say that's what I want. I just want to be happy, be successful, and create. That's it. Create. In my own way. Mm-hmm. How often do you have periods of doubt? If you do, every day, every single day, like every single day, it's like, can you make this an everyday thing? Can you make this like? Can I quit my job eventually to make this happen? Like, can this be a career? And how? Because you don't know how it's gonna come. If, if it does. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That alcoholic in the back trying to get, the, trying to get his mixer together. That's a Coca Cola. <laughs> Look what he poured it in. Damn. You gotta mix that. You gotta mix it. Uh, what I'm saying, please. Uh, doubt. The doubt. The doubt comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you back. Yeah, it's the doubts every day until you make it. There's no, there's no letting up. You're always gonna wonder, like, because you, I, I have friends who've decided to go to grad school, finish grad school have a job, have a family, and they're, like, locked in, you know, and I'm, like, I've taken the other route. Like, I've, I've kind of put it on the table for this. And so it's, is it going to happen? You know, when it's going to happen? Because I know it won't happen when I want it to because it would have happened already. <laughs> it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. You just want the family or, or your doubts? No, no, no. Like success. The success oh, part. I was like, family, with my technology, you can have a kid whenever now. <laughs> just keep shooting them. Shoot your shot, brother. <laughs> no, true. That's, that's true, but, you know, this is, this is the success part, like oh, okay. that's um, that's um, that's just you know whenever it's planned to happen, it'll happen. Yeah. And so, am I? I'm always kind of anxious about it if it's going to, but I just gotta believe. Like I gotta, gotta believe it'll happen somehow, some way. Someone will see it. Someone will feel it. Someone will put put me out there. You seem like a very patient guy. Um, how important do you think patience is? And in your field of, um, in entrepreneurship in general and starting a business and trying to push it out to the masses. It's, it's, that's the entire game. Like, that's the entire game. Like, you, like, the, the 500 people, the stores who won't even answer my email, like, it's a patient. You can't get mad. You can't get frustrated. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a consistent, like, test of, like, will. It's like, are you going to move on to the next person? Are you going to look up a new list after this list has been done and no one's answered? You know, mm-hmm. and so it's, um, 
it's, it's, it's all patience. You know, are you going to get to the end point? Are you going to get to that person who wants to give you a chance? Mm. So, and then a lot of people are going to give up after a certain point. People, I can't tell you how many people I've um, tried to work with, like, on uh, social media last, like, three years, and now their, their accounts are, like, inactive or, like, they haven't posted in, like, six months for what, you know, whatever happens. Like, people, like, eventually, the sad part is some people just drop it, drop it. They just, yeah. you know, life comes up, and they're just like, you know what, I can't, you know, they just stop. Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's the thing, if, if someone who keeps going is going to have a chance. And that's just how I see it. That's very true. I'm looking at these dope ass hats you brought in here. Yep. yep. There's a seven on the side. Of <laughs> yeah. What does I had that mean? Same question. Uh, let me let me tell the story. I was um I, I was saying it last night. My uh my my birthday is March 27th, and um, Sam's always been my favorite number. And my dad played uh he played the lottery all the time. And uh, the night that I was born, his numbers came out. Like he didn't play it. Like he was in the hospital, with my mom, and he didn't play the numbers, and they would have, like he didn't hit the jackpot. He would have hit the jackpot, apparently. And that's that's a story my mom and my dad have told me, and I keep like, I I, I hear it, but it's like, man, why you got to bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. It's, no, exactly. I'm like, man, why couldn't I just not been born that day? Like, <laughs> what about the next day? He's like, yeah, two days a day, like you know. But um, from then, my my dad's always uh, seen me as like super lucky. Like someone who's just, you know, who falls into it based on, I don't know. Like I didn't understand as a kid. I kind of don't understand it now. (laughs) To be real, like, I mean, the thing is, like, he just says, you know, you know, you you have something like you're you're the lucky one. Like that's just how he's always seen me. And Mm so, you know, I want to, you know, with doing this, I I feel like I'm putting myself in position to do that. Like I'm Mm -hmm. putting myself in a position to be lucky if if I stick around. And so it's. You can't, and I guess this brand, if it does represent anything, like, you know, I'll just say that, you know, you can't depend on luck. Like, maybe that's, the, you know, the point of the seven is just you can't depend on luck. It's just, mm. it's not a luck game. It's a, mm. it's a work and maybe a little bit of luck that'll get you yeah. over, the, over the hump. So. I think people, people really don't understand, like, luck really only hits people who actually work hard. You gotta go crazy. You gotta put you gotta yourself go. out there, and then luck somehow like you get lucky. Like but you don't just get lucky doing nothing. Exactly, yeah, just sitting in the house. Yeah, luck don't find you on the couch. <laughs> Somebody go email you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've been through it. But I mean, I think most of you have been through it. Like you don't get lucky watching NFL like from one to like ten or one yeah. to eleven on Sundays. You can't get lucky. You know, it's it's something where you gotta give that up a little bit. You know, I'm not saying not watching NFL because I'm, I'm a big ass Raider fan. Shout out Marshawn Lynch. But uh, we gotta be better. You about to be a Vegas fan. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we can get one before you go. But yeah, um, we going to Vegas though. We going to Vegas. <laughs> we going to Vegas. But um, it's uh, yeah, you got to give something up. Like what I was doing before, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Like when I was when I first started working, I was just going out with friends and ashamed. you know, I mean, just Friday, Saturday, not doing anything. Football on Saturday, with college football on Sunday. I wasn't doing anything. And so that was my life a couple of years ago too. Yeah, not to be ashamed of. Like, no, not to be ashamed of at all. But it's like you know, if you work five days a week, like, and then you're trying to get a streetwear brand off, yeah. like me sitting down for Saturday and Sunday is just not gonna. Not gonna. Not no, gonna no, it's it. like it's not. It's not really productive at all. Like, which is why I've stopped doing it as well. But like, yeah, I mean, as when we're younger, you know, we have more energy to go out and be in women's faces and nonsense like that. That really doesn't pay <laughs> off for anything. Yeah, like, I, yeah, we we like experience is the best teacher. Like you know, when I was twenty three, twenty four, I was going out every day, and not every, not every day. All right, let me say, like three, <laughs> three, three days a week, three days a week, maybe yeah. max. And so, I, we have we've, I've done that. I've done that scene. I got fresh. I went out. 
You know what I mean? I, I got you know the girls here and there once in a while. You know what I mean? Shooting that low percentage, whatever you want to call it. Like <laughs> you know, once in a while, it might happen for me. But you know, I'm, gotta shoot that shot though. Yeah, it's I, like Shaq's free throws. They go <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we we I played that part, and it's like okay, when you get to the later part of my twenties, it's like okay, what about later? I can't be that dude thirty one in the club with no kind of future. Yeah, no kind of like anything coming up. And that's, that was scary. Like, yeah. cause I, I know people like that who are older than me, you know, from middle school, high school. People just not capitalizing on anything. Mm-hmm. And so it, that, that's, that's scared. That scared me. It's that's so scary. Being broke at 30, giving niggas the chills. Yo, <laughs> I was looking at, uh, well, not looking. I was listening to uh, Big Sean's song, I Swing on my walk over here. Oh, about to hurt that TV. <laughs> and I got it on film. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> TV's on tilt. He did it. TV's on tilt. I was listening to Big Sean's uh, song, uh, Bigger Than Me, and he was saying, like, I seen people in the same place 10 years later, man, that shit pathetic. And, like, that was, like, only half the bar. But, like, that part, I I don't know if I actually, like, took heed to what he was saying the first time, but today I was walking around, I was like, damn, that's crazy, because, like, I know a shit ton of people who are, like, Still and like some of it's not it's not always their fault obviously, mm-hmm. but it's just it's sad like I don't say that's very pathetic it's just sad like when you people are thirties forties and they literally just in the same position that they were in their entire life basically and yeah. a lot of it you know you just got to try you got to get out there and, and work hard yeah like and I feel like rappers are like perfect examples too it's like I've I've um I've done like research on every maybe every big time artist like I've, I know there's like their stories and you know I know like um, you know g Easy, Troy App like these guys like I mentioned before like these guys were rapping for like 10 years before they caught a break mm-hmm. and it's like and I, I sat back like wow like I don't even know if, as a patient person I don't even know if I've had that patience that was like a like a wow maybe like, I need to you know you talk patience like that's patience right there like, yeah. that's, that's extreme patience like thinking that after 10 years and nothing moving that you still got you still got this gonna this this feeling is gonna happen for you that's that's incredible to me like that's incredibly like strong willed that, that yeah. I've never even I've never been to that point you mm-hmm. know so it's, it's something to aspire to just for me just to not sweat two two years three years in like you know it's coming mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna come you keep putting out this fire like this you know and what's funny too like. A while back, I remember me and Kevin started following a a white rapper, not to put race in it, but his name was D.Y., and he was putting out quality music, and he sort of fell off, like, out of nowhere, and then G-Eazy popped up, and to me, I don't know if Kevin feels the same, he took his spot, (laughs) he took his, his spot, and, like, I started researching, like you said, like how far back this dude was doing music. And it's like he's been doing music for a hot minute. Like he should have been found a long time ago. But what I like about it is even he had patience, but he built his fan base like from the bottom. So like he could go and do a tour and he'll sell out all the time and won't even have to put out an album because he built his fan base from the bottom. I feel like if you have the patience, you'll build that. That fan base from the bottom. And you won't really need, like, the marketing help or the executives. You built that fan base. So, like, the way... You seem really patient, too. Like, super chill and not eager. So, it seems like it's going to work for you. It's just you know it's going to happen when it will happen. And and I appreciate that, too, man. I mean, and and shout out to, like, you know, the whole whole rapper scene. Like, another example, I would say, like... um, 
with dude, uh, I was like Rick Ross too, like on his, uh, it was like a mixtape, that Black Dollar mixtape like two years ago. He was talking about how, um, you know, he was with Slip Inside Records and like, you know, he was like a ghostwriter for a lot of people and he was, eventually got screwed out of that money. So he made all these hits and like, you know, he signed a bad deal and so he ended up with nothing and then he dropped a line that was like, like Slip Inside fucked me and it was like, um, and and so it was like, I had to make a, Publishing was something I had to earn back, so I made so many songs I would deserve that. So he started from nothing after he got screwed, and it's like, all right, I'm starting from the bottom again. Yeah, and like I'm about to build MMG, and then he's like, and then he's like, I'm so lonely at the top now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you see, that's crazy. Do you see that though? Like, there's always something better for you. Like, yeah, things like that happen. Like, it took me years to learn this. Like, there's always there's a reason why these things are happening. There's something better on the other side. Like, if Rick Ross would have stayed with Slip and Slide. It went right down with Trick Daddy and all of them. Just went right on down. Slipped and slide. <laughs> it went on right. There been no MMG. Now he's a boss. He, you know, he has Meek Mill, Wally, all these Got guys. Jay-Z shining him out. All these guys. Wing Stop. You know? He's just chilling. He's a legend now. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, Wing Stop. Oh, no, I look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love them damn Wing. Love Wing Stop. Yeah. yeah and just, he, he kept the faith. Exactly. Like he took an L that a lot of people would have just quit after. Yeah, that. you get screwed. Yeah. You just some people just like give like, up. Fuck it, yeah, it's not meant to like, be. Like that's like you think you think slip aside is your big break. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you get fucked in that day, and you're like, so a lot of people would be like, yo, fuck. You this, have that this much confidence. This, is this, yeah. what, this what it is, and they just give up right there. He's like, I'm starting again, and yeah, I'm about to make it again. You just grinded for one or two more years. You'd have yeah. seen. That's just Life. innate. You can't manufacture that. It's in your yeah, blood. No. You can, no one will stop him. You know what I mean? That's what. That's what. In my head, I'm like, all right. There's some people just not going to stop. No matter what happens to you, you're not going to stop them. And so I want to be one of those people. Like I'm not. I don't want to be. Man, just said that. You can knock me down. Go ahead. I might. You know, take an L with like my new production or something. I might waste like a thousand dollars. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting it back somehow. Keep pushing. Yeah. Who's your favorite? As we get into music, who's your favorite artist right now? Ooh, right now. Let's see what come out. E forty. Y'all hit it. Yeah, cut that. Y'all were so harmonious. Ooh, we went to go. Y'all were so in rhythm, man. That was that was incredible. This is cooling out. You know, we all cool. Shout out to y'all, man. Ooh. E forty too short. They raised. They had hits in the ninety. They raised me back then. They were on the radio every time. I got in the car, so I mean, shout out to them. But um, right now, I would say, um, I think Kendrick had a great album. I think mm. Rick, Rick Ross, that "Rather You Than Me" was probably that might break into my top ten albums of all time. That that, that was a, a, an outstanding album for me. Like as from as far as like meaning in the industry from top to bottom. Like I think I really personal on that, and so like I think most people call me crazy, but it's like if you look at each track, if you listen to it, you know the, the, the names of like the songs like. You know the idols become rivals, and then it was like, um, no, there's um, this, the, the, in the what's it called? It was I'll like, pull the track list right now for you. Was, it was a, solo. The game ba- the game ain't based on sympathy. We talked about you know being poor in Miami and like no one gives a shit about you. Like it don't matter if you got if you're like you have all these setbacks. It don't matter. Like the game not based on that. It's based on what you're gonna do. Yeah. And so I, mean, I feel like it was just an incredible. Art. It was a curve piece of work. Like it really hit me. And so, you know, that, that that was definitely one of my my top albums this year. All time, for sure. No, that, that it was a great album. Anything now. else, or uh, that's the year for you? Uh, what else dropped this year? I guess 
<laughs> I, I can't even because everything is so fluid. Like no, that's that's good. That's all right, cool. That's yeah. Enough. yeah, okay. It's so it's so Drake fluid. No, I didn't say it. No, I, I'll say I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting I for it. Nothing else dropped. What do you think about Wale album though? Ah man, Wale man. I mean, I'm gonna need your thoughts. You know, when I came to DC, I came to DC in 2010, and he was the hottest out. And when I heard his mixtapes, I was like. This dude is gonna be major. He's like, yeah. he was, he was the Back to the his, Future. Yeah, Back to the Future, like the Hundred Miles of Running. He was rapping his yeah. ass off, and I was like, "This is this is a new breed. Like, this is a new type of rapper." But then, at some point, I think after maybe Ambition, ambition <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right. started doing these different ballads, these different like slower ballads, like these like singing type of joints, and it's like this is not his bag. This is not what puts you on. Mm. It's, that's my, he probably if he was here, he'll probably like. You know, shut the fuck up, Gabe. Like, you know, don't talk. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. You're not I'm, from DC. Yeah, you're not even from DC. <laughs> he, he's going on me, but I personally think when he stopped rapping, that was his bag was rapping. That's what got him out there, and he switched up, and now he's doing all these like low numbers and you know mm-hmm. the rollouts. Like he he rolled it out like he did I mean, like a, early, yeah. He's like a Beyonce Drake rollout. Like you're not, you're not, you're not I, them. You said it. <laughs> like you're not them. Like. Well put. Continue. You <laughs> <laughs> like, have concurs. Yeah. Like he's he's not like an artist who can do 400k the first week and just drop it without any kind of promo. He needs no, he needs yeah. a promo. That's a handful, a select few. Yeah, he still needs singles and music videos before the album yeah. drop. Yeah, I mean he when he, when he first came to MG he was he was on fire, but now the mission was so fire. Mm-hmm. It is still fire. I'm not saying it was it was great. Yeah. Still fire. Yeah, he little fell off a little bit after yeah. that. That whole that whole label's gonna gonna had a crazy like three years with Meek and Drake going on, and then Wale and just against everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and Ray, and Ray, I mean, Meek's still putting out good music, yeah. though. Yeah, DC Four was dope. Yeah, I like I like DC Four. I mean, I feel like people should just concentrate on his music. People just the internet's are so crazy; they just yeah. don't they don't let you get over anything, and so it's kind of annoying. But he, he's still. He's still in the game. He's still one of the one of the best. I feel yeah, like he's chilling though. Out I forgot there. about him and Nicki already. Yeah, he's got over it. It's over now. Yeah, no, it's no. That's that's a that's a good mix of talent for MMG. Like that's that's the that's a modern day. Like they're not bad boy, but that's the label. If you think of one, yeah. and it's running stuff right now. I remember when they first came out. I I don't know the I can't remember the name of the song, but it's Meek and Wale, and they were like battle rapping mm-hmm. in the music video against another crew. But it's them just going verse for verse, like they were going hard. Like it was one of the first times that I seen Meek rap like that, especially like in all the rap mixtapes and videos. Yeah. So like when I first saw that, I figured Meek was gonna be like one of the top tier rappers. Um, I just felt like his his strategy and de- delivery on albums and stuff it just wasn't good. But I feel like MMG as a whole has a good opportunity to be something now in this time because there's no I feel like there's no real like music label powerhouse. Like I think as a roster, they might be. The they most might be right. TD. I can't think of another one. Oh, okay. oh TD, yeah, and solid, and solid. Talented, but as far as like. Notoriety, I would say. MMG, MMG. Yeah. All right, but you, definitely, you right. TD is way, is talent, way more talented. They right there for sure. No, you I agree. Right. But it's, it was like it's hard to, it was almost like Cash Money. They weren't that talented. But no, MMG is very. Yeah, I'm saying, but like Cash Money wasn't that talented. Yeah, like, they were making well, hits. Baby was putting out albums at one time. <laughs> True. No, <laughs> sorry. Well, he was baby back then. Birdman was putting out albums at one time. Yeah. 
That's, that's all I need to say. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to gauge because he, he derailed himself a bit. Uh, well, a lot with the Drake thing. So yeah, yeah. Like if that didn't, he was peaking. I remember his album just came out. He did like two twenty, two fifty, two twenty. Dreams more than money. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, that was, that was. Rico was fire. He lost Drake. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling himself, man. That's the danger. Like he, he was, he really tried to go with like the top guy in the game and was like. And, and publicly outed him, outed him, you know. So loyal fans don't care about shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little bit like, <laughs> hmm. I was like, I, 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 I was scratching my chin, like, what are you talking about? Listen, listen, these two right here oh represent about a third of America and and Canada, which is like Drake's loyal fan base. They really don't care. Like, just keep putting out good quality music, which he keeps doing. I don't know how he can have a thousand writers in the back. They great writers though, because they fucking put out. He puts out. He non-stop. don't got no writers. I'm saying, if he, I'm saying, he, if, I'm, it's a joke. Like even if he does, if he doesn't, he puts out nonstop quality music, like nonstop. Like he, I haven't seen him missing years now. And that's where I'm at. Like I, at the end of the day, like I want the hot music at the, you know however it comes. But I, I'm not gonna. I would be lying if I didn't say that. You know, kind of like alter my thought a little bit, just oh, because I feel like too? he was on these features. <laughs> he was killing these features, killing every verse, like the five AM and all that other freestyles, mm-hmm. like and everything was so fire. And it's like, wow, he might be one of the best to ever do it. Like, mm-hmm. At some point, people put him in the combo, yeah. And then that happened, and I feel like Drake's gone so hard at Meek since then because he can't get over that. He's mm-hmm. sensitive. I think who said that? Tag said that, but it's a permanent. Like I'm probably multiple. I don't know who It was something we heard that Drake is sensitive. Oh, Joe Budden, that he said Drake is sensitive, and that's why he felt the need to have to continuously say something to Meek, yeah. even now. He so does something that, that could have, like, tarnished his legacy. It does. It does. It's a permanent, does. like, stain. Yeah. That's I mean, why there's I'm certain things like, I just It stays can't. in my mind as well. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because certain things you can't argue. Now he seems human. It's almost like we found out LeBron was on steroids or something. Like, not oh, to that God, extreme, no. but something like that. Like, you know? <laughs> I can only take so much. But like, something like that. You know, it'll, it'll take like, so much. Now it makes sense why he's playing, you know, in his 14th year in the league at 32, and he's still fucking beasted. Best stats in his whole yeah, career at 32. Like, and, like, now it makes sense. And that's how I felt about Drake. Like, yo, this motherfucker puts out mad music. No no person in the world has this many like, this many thoughts. Like, Yeah, but the, the, the thing in the game that opened up is that then we found out that all musicians, like, collaborate. That's the word they use, collaborate. Did you hear the reference tracks? I did. I listened to them the other day, and they start off horrible. Mm -hmm. But then after the first couple, it's not an excuse, but the way it started off, I was just like, damn. It was crushing. It was just word for word, like the first four or five, and then the rest of it is just different. And I just was like, all right, cool. But it's kind of similar to what Gabe was saying, though. Not like copying, but just needing that inspiration. Cause he started off with like run through the six with my wolves and like running through the six. Then after that, Drake was like, I, I got, I see, I, I got I, it. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Now I'm putting my own flip on this. I put my own spit on this. Yeah, but nobody want to hear that. So I, don't so like, I don't even argue. You know, I don't even. I don't hear Quentin Miller. Huh? Yeah. You don't want to hear what that excuse? Info, yeah. Oh no, of course not. So what I'm just saying it's like it's kind of yeah. similar. He was inspired yeah. by that by that um, reference track. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I see where he's going with it. The rest that's just trash. But I'm, I'm gonna run with this run through the six with my wolves type yeah. thing. Yeah, you hear the, the Kendrick track for DNA, like, he he, he bit that flow off somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so people are like, that's what I'm saying, inspiration is so natural. Like, you're going to hear music that's and stuff that you like. Fire. And, and he made it his own. He made it his own, you know? That's that's the thing. There's only so many ideas. Like, it's 7.5 billion people in the world. There's only so many ideas. Everybody can't have their own original thing. It's impossible to be super original for all these people to be super original, you know? Yeah. 
Like, <laughs> slap that cup. Come in wilding right now. Even like people. For example, you could be having an idea right now, right? Someone in fucking Japan could have the same exact idea, and you guys have no kind of relation to each other. You guys have never had any contact. It's just natural. Like, there's only so many things people can think about. Like, yeah. But you just have to let it go. People not reasonable. You bite. People not rational. Stop biting. So, what what do you listen to when you design it? I'm designing. Um, I guess whatever's uh, whatever I come across. Like I thought YouTube. I like put it on YouTube and like just let it roll. So like you know, or SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you end up in, you, you send you end up in a, like a crazy different spot off like an artist you like, and then you find somebody new and you just let it roll. And so I just, I, I kind of go with that habit. And so usually, you know, there's there's no um, no boundary to it. I just kind of I like to listen to new stuff and make new stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good habit for me. I just came up actually. How do you guys feel about the freshman class this year? Mm. Have you XL? seen it? You know I haven't. I hey. saw it. No, I was just who like, who? <laughs> who? The who? only people we know. I mean, PMB. Oh, PMB Rock. Yeah. Rock. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, Rest him. I know him. Fuck. X X X. Beat not too long ago on the stage. His security like two weeks ago. throw it up there. On the, what was it, the, oh, when they tried the South Profit, um, he gets yeah. ass beat. Sorry, he got tackled. Yeah. He got speared on stage, yeah. and then he got. Uh, they hit him in the head. Apparently, like he was knocked out yeah, when yeah, they yeah. did mm-hmm. that. But the, they stabbed mm-hmm. the dude, and like the they stabbed him. Apparently, in the I missed that part. How does that happen? I don't know. You say he got set up. He was deep he in that song, set up. though. You think so? He was holding yeah. the mic. He was, <laughs> he was serenading. Yeah. Hit from, from your blind side. That's the worst. When, oh. you get, like, when you get hit and you don't expect to hit. In your head, got too. Rocked. Got rocked up there. Yeah, who else? There's Playboy Cardi. Cardi. Made in Tokyo. I like Playboy. Kamiya was up there. Kamiya. Yeah, she was on um To Pimp a Butterfly. I know. Uh, this... <laughs> this Asian looking Mexican looking guy Cap G I think his I've name is I, I don't know any songs by him I don't know There's a bunch of dudes That they all sound To me they all sound the same Do they like, have their, free, their cypher yet though? Not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. oh and um, His last year cypher was uh, fuck. <laughs> The dude He's from Cali um, I think his, his name is Kid Or um, mm. Kyle I know Kyle Kyle's on it too Damn, the, I don't even know who it is. You don't know Kyle. Nah, he's been out nah, for a minute. Like he's been out for a long. Well, I've been listening to him for like three years now, four wow. years. I'm sleep. Yeah, but, he's been out for a minute. Yeah. Tax put me on a PMB. Same, same here. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> same. <laughs> like who is this nigga? He broke same. him and who else? He broke Casanova. Casanova is yeah. going hard too now. Tax put me on a lot of people actually. Yeah, he had the influence rocking. He, he, yeah. he had the that. New York sound. He was bringing it back. Yep. Found some random nigga from Philly. I was like, okay, PNB rock, cool. At the time, what was it? Uh, what mixtape was out? Is it P and whatever? Whatever it's like, he has that one little. It was it was the third, uh, his third mixtape, whatever. The one that went big, like the last one that yeah, just came out. Yeah, the, the planes and. Okay, the, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> it looked like the Migos Culture album Yo, cover. <laughs> yeah, I would never found that man if it wasn't for tax. <laughs> They, they should have put. A, I was mad they didn't put a G Perico on there. I don't know if y'all like him or heard of him. G, G Perico. Where's he from? Uh, L.A. He's he. I mean, he's a, he's been rapping for a while. He was on tracks with like G Easy. 
uh, no, G Perico. No, but was he? What, did he do a track with Jeezy? I don't, I don't know if he did a track with him. He was working with like ASAP Yams and like all those guys like 2013, 2014. He's now breaking out. ASAP Mob. I, I forgot. I, fuck with them. I gotta check him out. That was fire. Yeah, everything they do, Rocky's just so they, inconsistent. So yeah, thank God for Ferg. I, I wouldn't even know. Them. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I forgot about them. But they do like it a mom. Ferg is, is in own lane now, which I like. Yeah, yeah Ferg be out here. Yeah. Who the best member of ASAP? Uh, man, you know what? I like Yan. I, I like no, not Yans. I mean, I liked um, ASAP. Yeah, I liked the. I like Rocky for a little bit, but um, I feel like honestly, the most talented is probably Ferg to me. You dislike Rocky now? I mean, I, as far as like the oh, yeah, the, yeah. the music wise, like I don't think he's as good. I was feeling about like, hard before when he came up with that purple swag and like all that, all those tracks and like all you know that early mixtapes. At long last, ASAP. You didn't like that album? It was cool. Like I was feeling it. It was cool. I liked it. <laughs> 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 you know, that's not acceptable though. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> not like <laughs> sway. You didn't cool. get the look. Like. Just cool. What <laughs> yeah, no, no, the cool. fuck you mean? Cap gave you that abusive love. father look. It's cool. <laughs> cool, huh? So just cool. So you cool, you in school being cool, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. No, we good. Cool. <laughs> Get my belt. <laughs> nah, I'm going Ferg. I, I, like, I think Ferg is my favorite out the the group. and um, Ferg is definitely the most active. Yeah, without question. Fucking Rocky disappeared for years. Fashion. <laughs> yeah, 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 he, he left Pop the scene. Runaway somewhere. He left the scene, and you know, um, I think Ferg kind of been like surging at this point. Like he, mm-hmm. th- he had that uh, that one CD that, that came out. I forgot the name of it. The one with the future song on it. Yeah, it had the the new level. It had the the psychos track. Like it had, I forgot what it was called. Psycho it was the, pretty good too. Actually, yeah. the song with Big Sean too. Yep, that that was the one with Meek Mill. Big boy, B boy, yeah, B boy, yeah. Um, and told me he had like a good like last one two years. He's been on a lot of good songs, mm-hmm. so for sure right now. G Perigo, I'm gonna check that guy out. Yeah, he's yeah. got a, an interesting flow. I, I like uh, what well, I've been hearing from him. So, but he's, you know, how the XXL list. It's all hype to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Like these guys have been grinding four or five years. No, I know where everyone's just like, oh yeah. Yeah, like they're good today. They don't have a gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that XX guy got the the, the dread is getting hit on stage. Like he's in front of everybody. Yeah, you know these guys are, you know, PNB. They're getting pushed by like the right people. They're mm. gonna be out in front of people. You, you know? like Nipsey Hussle? Oh yeah, no, oh, okay. Nipsey's my favorite for sure. Like, okay. He's he's so consistent. Like he keeps putting out good music. Yeah. Who are your favorite West Coast rappers? Your West Coast rapper. Yeah, uh, you know, hey, I like. <laughs> I like. I like. The, all right, I'm gonna put. Um, I mean, right now, like the latest. I mean, I like Dom's fell off. I like Dom Kennedy a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, Dom he Kim did fall off. I mean, people. I mean, he's he's on it. No, he's not consistent like he, he, he used to be. Off, yeah, but he's he he like has that 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 West Coast sound which I I love. And um, I don't know if I have anybody else right now. Like Jeep Rico and then um. Don't have to be new. Uh, in general. LA. Mm. I mean, I, I, there's so many. There's, there's Nipsey Tyler. Oh, okay. Just your favorite. Yeah. Your favorite. No, yeah. I mean, well, Dom, Dom Nipsey Tyler. Way. Like I'm sure. And I guess you get that whole odd future. I love those sounds too. Okay. But they, they're, breaking up. <laughs> they're, they're all broken up. But this yeah. Is, uh, this is this is where the podcast goes gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I hear some strong language. 
Your Warriors won. How do you feel about that? No, can Yo, we we I'm, take it back? Uh, oh, real. Like last back. June. Yep. You're up three one. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I can't. I, I'm embarrassed, man. I, I bought a ticket home, man. I bought a ticket home. No, no. Last June, I was ready. We went up 3 1. I bought a ticket home. Like, this is over. Like, this is, this is we're going home. I got you out here wasting money. Mm. And, you know, I, I eventually never made that trip. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and thanks to, like, the unbelievable set of events that happened with the, the suspension, the injury, and, you know, LeBron going and, and Kyrie going crazy. And so. It was hard to believe. I had to live that down for a year, man. The three one jokes. You know what I mean? It, it was a long, long year. But that's why I feel so good right now, just well, being champions. How you felt July fourth? You see that letter? Kevin Durant announces his decision. I can't. Kevin got exact dates. I, I couldn't believe it, man. No, it's Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I was hoping for it, and I heard rumors he wanted to come there like a long time ago, like you know, one two years ago. The rumors been starting, but when he came, it was like I can't believe it. Like I don't know how this is gonna work. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a guy we need. And I was just you know getting rid of wait, our. Wait, wait, you wait, 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 what? Yeah, what? <laughs> okay. You don't know if that's the guy you need coming off a seventy three and nine year with that chemistry. <laughs> it's like it's like do you you, you being modest right now? I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know what? The chemistry is a big part of it. So it's like, you know, you're giving up your entire bench. And I didn't know, like, Barnes and Bogut would be washed at this point, you know, a year later. Like, so you wouldn't have done it? I, I was I was not sure. <laughs> I was not sure. I was like, I love KD. He's obviously great. But are we going to be vulnerable with no bench? Like, or, or so no. Would you have done it? Would I have done it? <sighs> I probably would have, but I would be scared. Like, I, I, you probably I, would have, you said? I, I would have been scared not knowing how the rest of the the – Team would would wash out just because you you're losing Bogut, you're losing Azili, you're losing Barnes, and Barnes outside of the finals was a, a great timely player. People say oh he's trash or whatever, but like he was a big part of that team going to seventy three and nine. Mm-hmm. People just didn't want to acknowledge it. So if you go seventy three and nine, you're you're scared when you when you rock the boat. I'm just you know I had a decision. I mean, if you go seventy three and nine, don't win the don't win the, the the ship the chip though. Yeah, and are you a better team? The seventeen and nineteen better than this team that we just saw? No, no. Oh, this, this no, team, okay. this this team is this team is better because even though we went seven three and nine, I watched most of the games and a lot of games we just lucked out at the end. We won mm-hmm. by three, four points, and we hit a, a lucky shot. Stuff know? hitting half court shots in OKC. Yeah, yeah you could we could have easily gone like fourteen, fifteen losses. We we have we had a, a crazy amount of luck to go seven three and nine. I mean, mm-hmm. just being real, and so. You know, but this year it was like it was just a straight machine. Like we were blowing people out. Like we were just winning games, and it was no doubts. Like we were just making it happen. And so, what do you think about Kevin Durant's move in general? I I, I respect it, but I don't respect it. Ooh, I like this guy. Spicy. <laughs> okay, it's spicy. I'm just keep it a hundred, man. Like you know, it's you know it's it's um you definitely take a a hit. As far as going to a team already made, like you're going to a, a pre-made thing, and so yeah, you lose a little bit for that. But at the same time, if and you're a superstar at that, but when you want to win, though, like you want because you see Charles Barkley and these guys get made fun of every day on on these like shows forever. Like they don't, they don't let people live it down. Like Shaq is always talking about he don't have a ring for the rest of his life. He's probably gonna probably gonna hear that. And so mm-hmm. you see Katie at 27, it's like, all right, do I want that? Mm-hmm. Don't want to be one of these dudes who works hard for OKC or point. Boston and don't make it. Yeah, you know I mean, and so that's Cavs' fault. He he didn't get to the NBA Finals last year, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he played he, a major role, a major part in that. He did. They, they were up three one. Yeah, they blew it. 
They, the, him and him and Russ equally blew that series. Yeah. And so it was it was definitely a team effort. But when it comes down to it, do you want to go to Orlando or Boston and probably not beat LeBron or, or the Warriors, or do you want to win a championship? However, how, it comes. How big is LeBron in his decision, in your opinion? Like, I mean, you mean twenty ten or twenty eleven or. No, how big is LeBron and Durant's decision last to go to go to, to, go to go to state? Oh, um, if at all, in your opinion, I think it played. In, I think he wanted the best chance to beat him, and so he went to the best the best situation. And 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 we happen to have that money available thanks to Steph taking that less contract. So he much he didn't, things he didn't needed. take less. There was no, no all fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He so much he took less because of the injuries. Yeah, the ankles are looking real sad at the beginning of his career. I was. We were all scared out there, like you know, because he was so good. But he would, you know, he cost. You know, he, we lost a series against San Antonio in twenty twelve or whatever because of that. He, he, re, he kept re, kept re injuring it, and it was just like, man, like is this ever going to happen? And he, I'm sure he thought that. Yeah. So he just took whatever deal he could to take care of his family, which I, I would have done the same thing. Eleven million dollars a year ain't bad. Yeah, he's about to get. It. <laughs> he's about to get two hundred over five, right? Yeah. Getting forty a year now. Nah, he's, he's he's good. Those ankles are doing, doing okay. Under Armour deal, all that shit. He is crazy paid. Nah, he's crazy paid now. How does the ring feel? I mean, you want to... You take it how you get it? Does it... I'll just say the first one was a lot sweeter. Just because we didn't expect it. Like, I think I mentioned it before. Like, when you don't expect it, it's just... Even with the injuries, people would want to taint it. You know, we didn't play like a point guard. Kyrie got injured in 2015. Mm. But, um... It's still, I mean, we played who was in front of us and we won. And How so long it, had it been up to that point? It had been like, what, 40 decades? Years, 40 years. Oh. And so it's kind of like the same thing with Cleveland. They went like 50 years, and even though Bogus injured and Draymond was suspended, they still felt they were elated. You know what I mean? They, they won, and that's how we felt like the year before. Yeah. And so that, that, was, that was probably the best one. Right now, I think at this point, I'm just waiting for that Raiders one. The Raiders like one so hard. Best. Sorry, before you jump to Raiders, I just want to say, I yeah. feel like it's so hard to like – Cause like twenty, the the first one y'all won. Everyone had an excuse about Kyrie and Love not being there, and then the Cavaliers won. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, you know, Draymond got suspended, Bogut got hurt, and then this year it's like, well, it's not the same team. They added, they, they added Kevin Durant. Yeah, like, yeah, you should have yeah. won. So it's like no real redemption in any of that. It's just like totally different teams every single year. Well, this happens. So the same that's two teams, but like different, like the same main faces, yeah. the different uh, variables going on around the situation. So it wasn't like. Yeah, we're back. We're playing. We're head on again. Yeah, narrative wise, yeah, it doesn't really seem story. like they've yeah. had a fully like validated ring. Well, it's also because it's, it's they literally don't, they probably a, don't care. It's but. a year apart from each other every single yeah. time. Some things can change in a year. And I'm sure next year, like the Cavs are gonna you know redo it, and they're gonna bring somebody in. I think Love might be out of there. Bron so Ball LeBron now. Sh- no, no, sorry, not your boy. You seen LeBron shaved his head though? Mm-hmm. That boy a nut now. Ready back in the gym. Yeah, he <laughs> a nut now. He, 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 sicko. He's, he's, yeah. sicko. he's going. He 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 wants it. I know he's I a made competitor. Him snap. <laughs> he's a competitor because he was. I'm sure he was feeling helpless out there because he was doing his thing. 41 and what 13 and 8 the final game and still just couldn't get it done. And he knew that. He he was outnumbered. He was keeping that hair. Holding on for God's sake. <laughs> next thing he was like, fuck it, take it all. <laughs> like, I'm done with it. He's in the mirror yeah. smiling, shaving. You saw the confetti, Bronx. Bronx. Now you talk about your Raiders, though. You know, that's the title. I feel like that's going to be the sweetest title if we win that because I felt like I've, for the from the beginning, I've just been getting, you know, all kinds of just. 
teasing, whatever, for me and a Raider fan, we were par- terrible for like 15 years with like no winning seasons, mm-hmm. all these quarterbacks, Jamarcus Russell, like, you know, we just had a terrible, terrible Playing time. on a trash field, too. Terrible, worst stadium in the league. <laughs> like, with the fucking baseball diamond just in the middle. I'm like... We had a bad man. No, we and, and it's just it's just, I just want it so bad for the city since we're leaving too. I'm, I'm glad Marshawn signed on for the last two years. We're here, so he's he's trying to bring it back. Mm. So I'm, I mean, I'm I'm hoping we do it. it. It would definitely be the best title I think in my lifetime. I got a nice core though. Got Derek Carr, Amari Cooper, Marshawn in the back. I'm excited. Khalil Mack is a fucking monster. <sighs> he broke out. Yeah, he's he broke out this past year. So yeah, we'll see. Hoping. Mm-hmm. Well, who are your teams? You got a. Giants, Giants. Giants you never know, man. Those <laughs> either, either they either miss the playoffs or they're going to Super Bowl. We going to Super Bowl. <laughs> it's either one or the other. I ain't want to break your feelings, hurt your feelings, but we y'all, y'all, y'all can go. Y'all can go ahead. You're in the NFC. Y'all, yeah, I hope fine. I see you there. Yeah, right. well, we won in the last. We still had that five year. We won five years. It's the Knicks one that really. The Knicks is the one that. Just, that's gonna be a struggle. That's that ain't happened during my lifetime. I already gave up on that. Damn. Yeah. With you know, with with the Giants, with Odell Beck- as long as Odell Beckham's there, I feel like y'all have a, a title runner too. Odell, Sterling mm-hmm. Shepard, Shepard there too. Got Brandon Marshall, that veteran yes, presence in the line too. Our offense, though. we're pretty good on offense. Y'all have a oh, run we coming. Got, we got a running back yet though. Who's our running back? Jennings. As I said, we ain't got a running back. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a struggle. I think because last year, what, uh, Norland's, or was it Orleans? Norland's Darkwad played better than him, or whatever his name is. Yep. He played better than Jennings. So it's going to be a struggle for us. Yeah, I'll be all right. Y'all, y'all, y'all just need just somebody average with those receivers. Like, I mean, I, I like that the Perkins backup, Eli's Paul Perkins. Eli, Eli. <laughs> Elite. <laughs> y'all got, that, y'all got that, that backup, Paul Perkins, right? The, like the third string Paul Perkins, like the he do he barely played, but like he was like a rookie. He's a quarterback. No, he's a running back. Nah, I don't know who that is. Paul Perkins. I don't man. go that far down the depth chart. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, in, I'm in my fantasy lane who, right now. I say, I say who on the field right now? Right, that's all. That's all. That's all I know. Those eleven. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm talking from that fantasy perspective because I be knowing like you know who's like the who's getting a little bit of playing time just yeah. to, for my fantasy league. So. I didn't play fantasy football last year. I was a little preoccupied, but this year I'm gonna get into it. I, I, I'm in that That's an every year thing Like I've given up On all the fancy stuff But like I love Being my friends in that Like mm. uh, I'm always talking shit Yeah <laughs> at, my, at my firm They were like Oh we have a football league A $500 buy-in I said excuse me <laughs> 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 We do this for fun Around here Beloved I might, I might join it But like, I just can't imagine Like I'd be so competitive I'm taking my losses Every second Like Oh he hurt we gotta move that shit around. Yo, um, man, deadlines would be getting max. I'm out here focusing on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the uh, the trades be the best part because I'll be trying to get over so bad. I'll be just like, let me get, trade you this for this, and people just be rejecting my shit. I'm like, come on, just think about it. Let me get back to me a couple you days. You sure, bro? You sure? You gonna That's break out, deal. man? Don't come back in two weeks when he breaks out. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm giving you my backup kicker for Odell Beckham. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You sleeping? <laughs> you gonna need him one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but nah, bro. We definitely appreciate you coming. Thank you. Oh, this was Thank you so much. Come back up the second time when the first time didn't work out. You know, just being in good spirits about it. I really appreciate that. Um, before sure. you go, shout out your brand, your social media, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Swim Linux S W M L E N O X. That's the the website. The handle. 
uh, for Twitter and Instagram. So, I mean, shoot me a follow. Ask me questions. I'm, I'm always going back and forth with people. And, you know, I, I definitely take any kind of anything good, anything bad. Let me know. I, I love the dialogue. I love to, you know, I love to work with people. So, let me let me know. Got you. That's Gabe Swim Linux. Let me sure to check out his shit. SWM Linux. SWMLinux.com. Got some fire ass uh, hats and, and shirts. Let me sure to check that out. Now to the listeners, I love y'all. Thank you for the support. <laughs> I feel like I get the same spill all the time. But no, I really do appreciate y'all for uh, listening to the podcast, sharing it, helping us grow. Um, yeah, just you know, being supportive the entire our entire journey. And spread the word. Spread the word. We're here doing this for you guys, and you know, just pass the word along. Share, it, subscribe, it, rate, all that good stuff. Um, until next week, it's cooling out. Stay cool. Stay cool, y'all. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.